0: Father, as we come today, I pray that our hearts are just uh, in tune to what you want to do. Lord, I pray that, uh, you know, today as we go forth with this message, that it's your message always, Lord. Father, I pray that each one here knows you greatly. And if they don't, I pray that today is the day of their salvation, Lord. And for those maybe listening later online, I pray that this message pierces their hearts. Of those maybe that don't know you yet. And strengthens those that do. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Woo! You know, it just don't sound right, y'all, if we just don't give the Lord a hand clap for what he's doing. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Amen. How's everybody's week been? Yeah, it's been an exciting time, isn't it? I mean, you know, things change in an instant, don't they? Yes, they do. And, and, you know, today I I just want to I just want to pull this thing down and just get real about what we're we're dealing with and everything else. You know, sometimes when, you know, I talk to different folks and and we say, okay, yeah, we're going to church. We're doing this and that. And we put on a smiley face and we come in and, and, you know, it's like, yeah, everything's great. Well, I know sometimes everything's not great. But you know what? I want you to know that that God's whispering to our hearts. I I, I want you to know that, you know what? You're not the only one that might be going through something uh and and you know we can pull together and i also want to tell you this that god will never leave you or forsake you so in those those dark times and those those desolate times i pray that we lean into the whisper of god amen amen so i'm going to jump on in with that being uh, just the, the framework of my heart today i said you know i was putting this together and, and i thought how many like to hear from god Everybody, hands everywhere, feet, everybody, you know. I mean, I think everybody desires to hear from God. I mean, we're, we're wired like that, you know, for that personal relationship. But unfortunately, a lot of people don't uh, plug into that truth. They don't plug into the truth of, of what God has done, what God's going to do, uh, and what he's been doing. So, you know, I, I just pray, you know, as we, we take a little time today, that we just receive what God has for us today. We just, we just soak in what's going on. Because I said, just like uh, when we first tried, I said, things can change in an instant. Me and Jeff were talking this morning, a friend of ours that we grew up with passed away, Kelly, Kelly Cantrell, great guy, great witness for the Lord. Known Kelly for a long time, 49 years old, been battling cancer for about the last year or so. And I would call Kelly often or, and maybe send him something through Facebook. And I thought the thing that, that really sticks out about the legacy that he, he, he leaves, there's many things. But in, in, my takeaway was this, is that he always had a concern about people knowing Christ. Even in the midst of the time, what he was going for, it wasn't why me, why this, why... He says, you know, man, I, I know I'm secure in Christ. Isn't that amazing? You, you see that everybody goes through tough times and some are maybe a little tougher, a little sooner. But when it's your tough time, it's tough. Amen? Uh, and, and I tell you what a witness um, this young man was during his time. And it got where he couldn't hardly talk. So he would send messages through his wife and keep up with me on that or type out a few things. And, and I, like I said, it always amazed me that regardless of what he was going through, what treatment he was dealing with, whatever was going on, the, the whole framework and the heart of our conversation was always about people knowing Jesus. You can see why we got along so good, right? Amen? <laughs> that's, that's our heart, you know? And, and I say, well, man, you know, so uh, he went home to be with the Lord. He graduated, as I, I say, and, and we pray for his family and, and our friends as well. But you know, what's something about that when we lose somebody that we love, it, 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 it's, it, it's a tough deal regardless. But when they know the Lord and you know that they know the Lord, God brings that comfort to your life, amen? And that's what we're all about, reaching people for Christ. And God can use anybody to reach people for Christ, Amen. Anybody, He can use anybody. Uh, but I think the biggest thing are we obedient as we we go through today because we miss so many opportunities. I believe. So I want to go ahead and take a look a little bit at what we got here. I said, you know, it's it's always our desire for people to know Jesus, to to encounter Christ. I pray when you come through here that you feel the presence of the Lord. You know, let's get us out of the way and let God uh, be who He says He is, Amen. You know, and just like that song, we we finished up with at that point you know empty me empty me and and that's really my prayer for myself as well as us you know lord take over and because it, it's all about you and i, I want to look at this here and look at the bottom of the scripture if you got your handouts you can take a look at we're going to be primarily in psalm 46 and our main verse that we're going to look at and we'll pull out some selective verses as we go through is psalm 46:10? it says be still and know that i am god that sounds real simple, doesn't it? But sometimes with the busyness of the world and everything going on, uh, we get more and more hectic days, more and more uh, things pulling on us. How often do we really listen when God speaks? Are we, are we listening to God's whisper? How often do we do that? So let's dig a little deeper. If you've got your Bibles, you can open up to Psalm 46. Uh, if not, I've got most of the selected verses we're going to deal with. I already pulled that. I want to do a little reading here and break it out. I'm going to start with verse 1, 2, and 3, and then we'll jump down to 10, okay? So look at this, and and, and this is the psalmist writes this in verse 1. He says, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. If you don't take anything else away today, I want you to hear that. I want you to make that yours. And so when I put this down uh, this week, I said, how we see God is going to affect every way you respond to everybody and how you respond to God, Amen. The lens that you have of the Lord is going to affect the way you deal with stuff, the way you handle your family, your finances, your words, your work, all those things. Amen. And so, you know, we want to have the correct lens, as Tanya was sharing this morning when we were setting up, to have the right lens of the Lord. I want to reflect the Lord well, but the truth of the matter is I missed the mark. How about you guys? But here's the thing. When we want to see the correct lens of God, we need to look at the life of Jesus, amen? Because he does it perfectly. We want to know about God and and, and, and his ways and his stature. We need to look to his word, amen? That's why we always want to back it up with his word. But I said, when I'm writing this down, I said, do you see him as your refuge and your strength? Let's read that again. God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. And I said, if you don't see him as that, You won't run to him as that safe place, will you? You'll run from him. So we got to get the proper perspective to give God the proper perspective in our lives. Amen. You won't seek him out if you don't see him as that refuge and that strength and that safe place. Amen. So today, I, I hope that God takes the lens of your heart and shapes it through Holy Spirit to his word. Amen. Let's keep on going. So it says, so we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. All right. Did anybody hear about the earthquake this week? I think it was like Wednesday. Do you hear about that? Yeah. It was like, I think it was up around Richmond area or something. I didn't get all of it. I think it was a 3.2 on the Richter scale, but they were still seeing what's what. And and you think about that, I mean, our earthquake's pretty mind blowing. You know, uh, probably about three years ago we had one, and um, other areas they got pretty well devastated from that. And a lot of times you see stuff on news or in the movies and stuff, but when it starts to get closer to home, you start going, <coughs> wow. When things happen in your life and they start getting closer to home, you see where I'm going with this. We go, wow. But what did the psalmist say? He says, so we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Now, that's a pretty big ordeal. But he's saying that, you know what, that our our, uh, refuge and our strength of the Lord, that, that God gives us and that the peace that we have in him, even earthquakes shouldn't shake us. And we get a parking ticket or, or something in our thumb, you know, your thumbnail break. And we all, we're all we all over the road. I thought about this yesterday. I went to uh, the dollar, dollar store. And I was looking around. And I was like, where is everybody at? I just want to check out. And this was this young girl over. And she was working up a storm. She was just working up a storm doing her deal. And she, I said, excuse me. She goes, oh, I'm sorry. And uh, she came on, come on over there. And man, a big old smile on her face. I said, how are you doing today? And she says, I love my life and I love my job. I'm doing just fine. Man, isn't that a blessing? She was working. It wasn't like she was like, oh, my goodness. She was working and doing her thing. And this really, this really got me. And she was doing something and she was smiling. And she went, I broke a nail. Then I wanted to see what was going to happen next, she goes. Oh, that's all right. Um, so how's your day? You see, a lot of us can have that happy face on as soon as that nail gets broken. Or that toe gets tripped up. Man, I thought, weren't you the same person just said you were just, everything was lovey-dovey? Now, I know that the girl probably has some tough times, just like we all do. But I thought it was great that it was being displayed not only in her smile, in her treating other folks, but in her work. When we work, do we work as unto the Lord? When we do and we give and we go and we participate and we pray and all this, do, do we do that with the heart of thanksgiving? I pray that we do. And you know, as, again, as we, we think about the Memorial Day, are we thankful for what others have done so that we can have what we have today? Amen? Many people have gone before us so that we can have the Bible, you know? The freedom, all those things. But you know, a lot of times, if you're not the one that actually pays the price on that, you can kind of forget the value. Never forget the value of what God paid for you. Because then it'll help you see your value in Christ. Amen? Amen? Not even in the notes, just right off the heart, because God is large and in charge, and he is our safe place and our refuge. Well, let's come on down. He said, let the oceans roar and the foam. I better look at this one. I can't see it on my... Let the oceans roar in foam. Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. And, and what I see here, he, he, he said, you know, regardless of what's going on, when you're securing your identity in Christ, we have peace in the storms. And in the earthquakes. And in high tide or in low tide. Amen. Let me just just back up and just kind of stay here for a minute. We never minimize what anybody's going through. We're not. But we are going to point to what God says we can have and who we are in him. And as we focus on that, let me tell you, it'll change everything. Somebody sent me a link to a a preacher this week and I thought I pulled something out of that. I thought that was something else. I was jumping in the shower, had my iPad on, and they were talking about our attitudes. Our attitudes have a lot to do with our lens, doesn't it? And they were preaching along, and they said, you know, maybe your problem isn't your problem. And it got about as quiet as that. And they kept preaching. And that was the thing that stuck in. He said, maybe your problem isn't your problem. I was like, okay, I'm ready for the rest of it. He said, maybe your problem is the attitude that you have towards your problem. Oh, I said, wow, got me. See, a lot of times it's our attitude. Everybody's got problems. I was riding the other day and I was just thinking about my life. I was thinking about different things and everything. And I thought, Lord, thank you for redeeming us. We are really messed up people. You know, and I'm looking in the mirror while I'm driving. You know, why do I do some of the things I do? What's going on? And I'm just having this God time riding and bugs flying and everything. And, and, and what it really did for me was, man, I need you, God. I mean, I need you. I don't just need you when it's bad. I need you every step of the way. Every step of the way. And I think when we find that out, when it sinks in, because I think we know it right here in our heads, but when we start getting it put in our heart, it starts to affect different areas in our life. Maybe not all at it once. It'd be great. Wouldn't it be great to say, Lord, come into my life. I love you. I believe you're the Son of God. Boom. And you never make another mistake. You never, you have smiles on your face even when you're sleeping. That's, that's not the case. Now, I'm not minimizing salvation, but I'm, I'm being real about it. Your position in Christ, when you give your life to the Lord, is secure. But you know what? This stuff right here, this flesh, it still acts out, doesn't it? You know? But that's why he says, do not be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing, ongoing of your mind. Right? Through the word of God. What does God's word say about this? What does God's word say about this? What does God's word say about that? And then we need God to help us to apply those truths. That's why every week I would say we're doing a preaching and a teaching. Because we want to take what God's shown us and apply it to our life right here, right now. I know this could, could never happen here, right? But I've been to other places. And, and even when I get back to, to, to uh, my day job, I talk to people. I said, what do they preach on? You know, what do they preach on uh, at your church? And they go, ah, uh, ah. Uh, and they're thinking and all that. And, and then they'll come back. I know what it was. And, and, and I said, well, so, so It's a good sermon. It's okay. What was the guy supposed to do? He got to light himself on fire and roll around. Look at this. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but you know what? The reason I say that, a lot of times what we get out is what we're bringing in too. And we, you know, that's why we worship. We want to prepare our hearts. We want to come before the Lord. We want to sling that old stuff off and say, Lord, you know, we're here for you today. We're here for you today. And, and the Lord, help mold my heart into the framework of your word by the power of your Holy Spirit. Because if not, I might as well go home. You know, when I come up to the step, you know, on Sunday morning, I'm thinking, man, my back's a little tired. This is going on like this. And I start thinking about it. Well, it it ain't about me. It's not about that. You know, and every time we turn the stuff on, this speaker starts up first. This one comes on here and we're playing. Then all of a sudden it goes, whoo, (laughs) we're adjusting stuff. And see, if we're not careful, we can let that start framing the the whole uh, outlook of our heart. So I have to stop. If y'all ever see me just sitting out there like this in the morning, I'm going, Man, Lord, what's going on? I'm praying. I'm thinking, Lord, you know, you know, what's what's going on here? I know that God does a good work through his word. I know that his his promises are going to come through. I know that when we have faith in him. He's going to work in our situation, even when I don't even understand it. See, a while back I started. This is not even in the notes, by the way. But I am just want to share that with my heart with you today. Is it because a long time I, I try to figure him out. Do y'all ever try to figure God out? Isn't that a joke? Come on, you raise your hand because you know you do. You say, well, surely he's going to do this. No, he doesn't. He doesn't always do it like we do it. Aren't you glad? Amen. Lord, <laughs> oh, working in the front row. We go, man, I don't know. I'm thinking the same thing. I'm going, surely he's going to do this. I mean, that's just the way He's going to do it. And God goes, no. Well, surely He's going to do it in this time frame. And God goes, no. And while you're still deciphering all this stuff, God already finished it. He already brought it around. He's already working things together for the good. you know what I mean? You know, I, I, I think if I said, well, Lord, what can we do? What can we do? What can we do? What can we do? What was our whole thing? Be still and know that I'm God. That's what He gave me this week. Be still and know that I'm God. I was brushing my teeth this morning, uh, this week. I do it every day. I just want to let you know. <laughs> I just want to throw that out. Let me get a drink on that one. Mm, of water for y'all listening. Uh, <laughs> you got to be, you got to be, make sure to track it. And I was thinking, I was thinking about, you know, just there's so many things that are difficult in life. And so many things that I don't understand. I mean, a lot of them. And I go, you know, Lord, and I'm waiting for it. You know, I'm just, I'm just kind of whining and brushing my teeth. And I was like, I don't understand this. And the Lord spoke to my heart to see if I, I wrote it down. I stopped to run out of the bathroom, grab my phone. I said, Denise, like, what's going on? I got foam on my mouth. I got, God just told me something. And this is what the Lord shared with me. He said, with men, with men, you're only as good as the last topic you agreed on. But with me, you're qualified in my grace daily. I don't talk like that. As long as you agree with everybody... You're all right. But when you don't agree, am my preaching, I'm telling you, when you don't, man, the glove comes off. Isn't it something? Not just my life, it's everybody's, right? So that's what I'm saying, you know, but God showed me so much through these things, you know, and I'm thinking, must going to be a long week. <laughs> you know, when God whispers to you, you better be listening because he knows what's coming down the pipe. But I'm going to tell you what, as I lean into the voice of God, I know that I can't come up short. How about you? Amen. Can't come up short with that. So let's go down to the last verse. What do we say? He said, be still and know that I am God. He goes on. He says, I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. Man. He's letting us know that's the way it's going to be. Are we honoring God? Are we, are we reflecting God? Let's be real about it. Some days better than others. But I hope today is a new day, a fresh start. That we honor God. We walk for God. That's my prayer for me as well. Always. I said, isn't that awesome though? See, I said, do you hear what I'm saying? And then I'm going to go ahead and say, okay. But are you listening to what I'm saying? There's a big difference. We're going to start our message right now. Everybody doing good? Here we go. So my points today, you got them written down. But we're going to go through. And the first point the Lord was showing me. But be still. And know that I'm God. And I got to thinking, I said, you know, will you hear or listen? Take a look at this. Let's take a look. What's the difference? Got a couple of things. So I went and looked this up. Hear means the faculty or sense by which sound is perceived. That's our, that's our way. That's the mechanics part of it, right? All right? All right? So have you ever been talking to somebody and you know they hear you because they nod and yeah, but but are they listening? What's the definition of listen, Right? To pay attention, heed, and obey. You know, have you ever talked to somebody and said, well, I hear what you're saying. I don't want you to hear what I'm saying. I want you to listen to what I'm saying. Amen? And I need to do that too. It's not just a one-way thing. You know, I, I hear you, but. Because usually when somebody says, I hear you, what comes next? But. You know? But when we listen, hey, that's the whole piece of the puzzle where we start moving on. You know we go back to this God is our our refuge and our strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. I want to tell you that God's ready to help even if you're not in trouble. God's in control all the time. God's working those things together for the good. Well let's keep on going here let's let's, let's look at this. This is some things God just really pouring out on my heart this week, and I wrote this down and said, it's not how well you hear as much as how well you listen. Oh man, class is in isn't it? How many teachers we got A couple? I think there's more teachers than you, than you think because moms and dads, your teachers, aunts and uncles, your teachers, you know, everything else. You know, big sisters are teachers. Wave your hand them. <laughs> That's right. You know, she's taught me a lot of stuff, which one I forgot to bring today. But I'm going to share that with you. I told her a little bit about, I wish I had that dog on it. I was going to bring my chart today, but it's okay. Y'all can get it. She says, you know what? It's something about listening. And she says, I heard this one time. If you take the word listen and you write the word silent under it. It says, all it is is just some of those numbers change in places. Some of those letters change in places. And I thought about it. You didn't even think I was listening. You thought I heard you, but I was listening. I was listening. And I, I thought about that. I said, isn't that something? I even wrote it down on my, my notes. Said, Y'all got, got your stuff right? Listen, and then cancel, write silence, and it's all back and forth. And I said, man, isn't that something? I said, there's a whole lot of silence in the listening, isn't it?" 100%. It cancels that out because if you're still talking and I'm still talking and she's still talking, and he's still talking. The chances are we're not listening. You might hear a bunch of blah, 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 all this stuff. But how do we apply those things? So help us to be good listeners to the word of the Lord. Anybody? Is Is this good for anybody other than me? I'll, I was really hoping for like all the hands come up. But I was like, okay. <laughs> hey, my job. OK, I'm just teasing. I just try to keep you all alive here today. But I said, you know, the Lord is good. And, and also, when we look at this here, let's pull this down here, the next one. I said, God always gives instructions from a loving heart. You know, so when we're listening to God, when he's, he's, he's coming from a loving standpoint. I, I don't believe God's always saying, you know, that's where everything's all right. It's, it's, right? He's, I, you know, there's a lot of that. But sometimes, and I, and I don't think he's backhanding anybody either. But I think sometimes he's getting our attention to, hey, that's not the best for you. Thanks for letting me use you. It's not him, I'm just saying. You're just on the front row. But you know what? Sometimes I think I say, hey, that's not the best I have for you. You know what I mean? And, and when God speaks to our heart, what do we do then? All right, let's keep on going. Let's take a look at this. I said, you know, the Lord is good. He corrects, protects, and instructs from a heart that is filled with love for you. I said, it may not feel like it at the time. See, when we don't get our way or things, or the pain doesn't stop, it's hard for us to kind of say, well, well how's he working all things good for together, together for the good? Got a call from a beautiful bride this week. And she was at school. And they were doing a butterfly project, right? She sent me a thing and she says, one of the butterflies is not coming out of this cocoon thing. Yeah. And she's an animal lover. I mean, I could just hear it in the text. I'm going, don't touch it. But I had to explain. I heard a sermon one time friend of mine's mom and dad had passed away. And the guy was preaching. And he said, what you're going through now is a difficult time. I'm going to tie it in. He said, it's almost like a story that he had heard about a butterfly that, that couldn't get out of the cocoon. So somebody was helping that butterfly. So they helped him pull the butterfly out. But the butterfly didn't make it. And I was thinking, well, what are you talking about And he said he did some research on that. I remember this sermon. This was been 10 years ago. This sermon sticks in my mind. As soon as she said, I said, don't touch him. I said, there's things happening in that process to strengthen his wings. Now, whether he makes it or not, I don't know. Right. But I can tell you one thing for sure. If you pull him out too soon. It's not going to happen. Okay. You have to ask her if he made it or not. Okay. But anyway, I'm going back to the deal. A lot of times when we've got friends and stuff going through stuff, we don't even know what to tell them. You know, when, when, when we've got somebody that's got a, 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 a troubled child or we've got somebody that's got a situation or a marriage. You know, we try to encourage. I pray that we always encourage from the word of the Lord. Right. I pray we encourage with compassion. Sometimes it's just about listening. See, a lot of times people don't really want you to give all your input. They might just be trying to get it off their chest. But I pray as we listen, we respond. Just like we said here. God always gives instructions from a loving heart. I pray that that's our standpoint when we're encouraging people. I pray that that's the whole deal. And remember, if you take and move those letters around and listen, first thing you'll find is silence goes with that, doesn't it? It's hard to listen with a mouth open. I'm speaking to me, amen? Speaking to me. Everybody doing good? All right, let's keep on going. All right, so we talked about the difference between hearing and listening. What about when you hear that uh, still, small voice of God? Will we obey? Help me out, Tim. There we go. Or uh, Disobey or obey? I said, what do you do when you hear the whisper? And let me try to define that down a little more. How many of you know in their heart that God is prompting you in the area of your life? I think we, we, we have that if we're honest with that uh, ourselves. I said It may be the whisper we've been talking about this morning. It may be a particular verse that keeps rising up when you grab your Bible. Come on. You know that happens all the time. You'll read this or you'll go somewhere. You'll see a bumper sticker. And it's the same thing over and over and over. You go, man, what's going on? You know, and we go, wow, what a coincidence. <laughs> Probably not a coincidence. Go ahead and read the verse and ask God, Lord, are you speaking to me that way? Because he can speak to us any way he wants. Amen. But I don't want to miss it. How about you? So think about that. So what do we do, you know? How do you handle that? Do you just let it roll off when we get that prompting of God? Or do we go ahead and press in and listen and pursue what God is doing? I pray that's what we're doing. Take a look at this. I said, when God speaks, what you do next says it all. Amen? So many of us want to hear from God, but when he speaks, we go, hmm, what was that? Right? What's going on? Especially if it's not the answer that we, we were looking for. Right? Wow, isn't that a coincidence? And we move right along with our own plan. Ouch, right? Let me ask you a question. If, if, if somebody asked you, I was going to say your dad, mom, whatever, if, and, but I want to broaden it out. If somebody asked you, hey, could you wash the car, cut the grass, and sweep the steps? And you washed the car. Were you obedient? Right? Because I, I wrote it down this way. I said, you know, let's just face it. I said, 99% obedience is really 100% disobedience, isn't it? It really is. I mean, you know, and, and, you know, we go, well... But see, nowadays, we minimize that. Well, sort of, kind of, you know. Look at the world and everything else. But that doesn't change what God says about stuff. And I understand that, you know what? I want you to understand this relationship that we have with the Lord Jesus Christ is based on grace, not your performance. You hear what I'm saying? But out of that grace and that love... God's going to mold our heart to want to respond in these areas with 100%. Amen. Just like that lady. Remember we said she was stocking stuff? She wasn't doom and gloom and dragging stuff around him with a broken nail or whatever. You know? But she was doing it with a joyful heart. I pray that we are a joyful heart, folks. Let's keep on going here. Mm. Now, I was thinking about this. I said, how many people believe that this life goes by pretty fast? It goes by fast. It goes by fast. We're celebrating some graduations, right? Ben's going to graduate real soon. And I know some others. My, my niece and some others are going to be graduating different things, different times in people's life. That's a big deal. That's a big thing. Don't seem like no time since you brought him home, does it? Yeah, unless you look at the grocery bill. Then it seems like it's been a long time. <laughs> I'll tease them. Yeah, we just celebrate all their, their victory and things like that. But what I'm saying is a lot of times when we look, man, you know, I, I start talking like my dad after a while. I go, oh, I remember, Jesse said, yeah, you do. (laughs) But you know, oh, I remember when. I remember, I was like, why am I saying that already? Because time's going by fast. (laughs) You ought to see y'all's face when I say that. Y'all go, what's he talking to me? Yeah, (laughs) I'm just talking to all of us, you know. And we start going, yeah, uh," you know, but time does go by fast. So what we do each day does make a difference, doesn't it? Because we don't know how many days we're going to have. Are we leaving a legacy? Are we reaching people for Christ? See, that's, that's the heart of it. Are we reaching people for Christ? Are we, are we coming alongside when we see a need and jumping in? Are we coming along and saying, hey, man, I'm sorry that's going on, but you know what? I just want to let you know I love you anyway. And even when we disagree, can we, can we still love one another through that? Can we keep going back and, and, and refreshing through the word of God, through the spirit of God? Are we listening when God whispers to us? I pray that we are. Let's keep it going. How much do you let God handle in your life? Not enough. Good words, huh? Good word. And I'll say ditto to that. You know, a lot of times it's not enough in my life. I'm just speaking for me. Man, I like to drive. I like to drive. And then when the car's in the ditch, I go, Lord. You know? But, but I'm finding as I let him lead, it's so much better. But I'll be honest with you, I still try to grab the wheel. I wish I didn't, but I do. But God is faithful and He's working that out in us. He's working that out in us, a little at a time. You know. Mm-mm-mm. I want to look at this. I said the, I found the more I give God, the less I stress. Anybody would like to have a little bit less stress in their life? Amen. I, I know we got to give it to God, and it's so easy to say. It is just so easy to say. But I got to be thinking more and more about that. I said, do, do you ever get to, to the point where you just say, man, at the end of the day, man, what did I do today? Did, did it really make any difference in the big, big scheme of things? I mean, today, it, it, what did I do today that really accounted for anything in the kingdom of God? Anything that will be of lasting effects? Anything. You know? And so that's, it, do we take that to measure our, 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 our lives? Or do we say, man, you know, I uh, made a lot of money today or hey, I made a lot of friends today, or whatever the case is. But I'm not saying that's the only measuring stick, but I sure think it's a good one. Because I think when we invest in the things of God, our time and, and our prayers and whatever else you want to invest in, things like that, you know what, is it going to bring forth eternal dividends? That's all what, that's, that's what I'm saying. And I said, you know, did the things I put all that effort on really make a difference today? You know, I, I, ever since I was little, I don't, I don't know why, just maybe, I don't know if everybody else is or not, ever since I was little, when I lay down at night, I, I kind of review my day. Do y'all review your day? And sometimes it's not as pretty as you think it is. I've had days that I review and I lay back here and I sit straight up and I go, maybe that's why that person responded that way. I didn't mean that in that context. I go, hmm, Lord, help me, help me to reconcile that situation. Or maybe I'm laying there and I go, wow, I wasted all that time on this area where I could have been doing something else to help somebody. Or I could have took that same amount of time and been reading my Bible. Or I could have been, how many times am I going to check the bank statement? How many times am I going to check my email? There's nothing wrong with that. But when I start evaluating that at the end of the day and realize that, you know, well, who knows if we're going to be here tomorrow or not. If that was my last day here, Would I be okay with that? Some days I'd like to go, no, I'm not really okay with that. You know? You know, so today when we leave here, kind of keep that rolling in the back of your mind. You know what I mean? Hey, if this was my last day, this this is how I preach. I said, buddy, you talk to yourself like that. If this was the last sermon that you ever preached, would you be okay with that? That's my heart. And at the end, sometimes I go, no. (laughs) And sometimes I go, yeah, because I think they got it. I think, God, that you gave me something out of that to to challenge me. God, you gave me something there that I got to adjust, and I got to adjust it now. And I can't do it unless you do it. I pray that, you know what, that's the takeaway today. Let's keep on going here. So here's a question that that I ponder sometimes. Question of the day, y'all ready? Amen. Amen. If God gave you the same amount of time that you give him, how well would he really know you? Hmm. Think about that. This is what I got when I'm sitting in my rocket chair with my cat on my lap. Me and Nick sitting there doing the sermon and I'm praying. And I go, you know, man, isn't this something, you know, how much time do I really give God? And then you think about relationships and friendships and and, and, and anything, business, anything you do, anything you love, anything you strive in. It takes time, man. It takes time. It takes investment, right? I mean, if you're going to play guitar, you better be willing to ding, 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 trumpet, whatever. If you're going to run, if you're going to train your body, it takes some time. Whatever it is. If you've got a sweetheart, it's going to take some time, okay? If, if you've got uh, parents and stuff, aging parents, and you you, they, you want them to know that you love them, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some investment. Are you willing to make that investment? Now, let's pull it back to God. Do we often think he's going to be there? Well, he knows my heart, does he? I know he does. But do you know your heart? And see, when God starts revealing my heart sometimes to me, I find out I don't know my heart as good as I think I did. Just being honest. I don't like everything he reveals to me. But I'm not going to change God. I'm asking God to change me. Because that's what's got to happen. And it's painful sometimes. Sometimes you don't want to let go of different things. Sometimes you go, yeah, I know, but. Don't we always say that all the time? No, but. I hear you, but. Am I listening? And if I'm listening, Lord, help me to take take that step. Take that step. Take that step. But also, just like that butterfly, I don't necessarily believe God just jerks you out of there because he's doing things in your life right where you are, right in the midst of what's happening to strengthen us. So when we do come out, we can fly high for Jesus, amen? Let's keep on rolling. I want to, I want to kind of ponder that a little bit more. I, I had a few things here. And I said, you know, does this really make sense? You know, this thing, that question of the day I had there. If God, if you gave God, if God gave you the same amount of time that you give him, how well would he really know you? I want you to think about that. I hope that's one of your takeaways today. But I tell you what, are we listening? Are we sharing what's going on? Are we being obedient when God whispers. When we we hear that whisper and let me tell you God can speak loud too. God can speak through any of us. When I did street ministry several years ago let me tell you God was moving in that man. And now when when I say that you think oh God was using the ministry people in a mighty way going this way to those. Let me tell you those folks that were going through some tough times would speak a word into my life and just knock me down. I'm going wow. I found people out there that knew the Bible back and forth, sideways, everything else much better than I did. <coughs> Amen. But just like anything else, were they applying it or was I, were I applying it? You know, we got to apply the word of God. Some come on in. We still got about 10 minutes. I'm teasing. I just tried to do that so you won't feel bad. That don't that'll bug us a bit. Today, I pray that we spend time with God. That we invest in the things in the kingdom. Everybody doing okay? We'll pick up speed getting down to the wire. Just wanna, I just want to pray that this is a blessing to you. I really pray that this is a blessing to you. This, this message has just really been going around in my heart this week. And I just want to deliver it the best that I can. But not, not even that. I want to deliver it like God wants to deliver it. Because it's his. Alright. Do you doubt or do you trust? Come on. Let's talk about it everybody. Here we go. Everyone has a choice. We got free will. We live in a pretty much free place, right? So see what's going on. I said, you know what? Will you doubt the word of the Lord or trust him? Is he really who he says he is or not? That's gotta, you gotta, these are things that we got to settle in our Christian walk. This is something I had to settle in my life way early on. Matter of fact, even Billy Graham had to settle that in his life. All of us do. I remember reading an article one time and Billy Graham had been preaching and doing stuff and he went out and he used to, Billy Graham, I read a lot of books on him. I, I think he's a really awesome man of the Lord, but he's a man. Amen. But I think he's done a great job of pointing to the Lord as, as time goes by. And uh, when, he would, when he, would start, he would take his Bible and he would go down and he would preach the stumps out on the water. Preach the stumps. And uh, I, remember, I remember reading this saying, I said, man, you're speaking to me. He said, for one night, he said, I looked up to the stars and he said, I had to decide. Am I going to trust this word of God or not? What about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? What about? He's. I don't know. I, am I going to trust this to be my compass or not? And he did. Have you come to that point? Do you trust that this is the inspired word of God? That this is God's word for you? Amen. And then he said something else. And uh, my my partner, Miss Tony, she says this will never happen. I'm always. I don't want to say afraid. I never want to be underprepared. I never want to be underprepared. Billy Graham said one time they called him to preach. He was going to preach for a week. He had like five sermons. He said he preached all of them in 30 minutes. That happened to me one time. One time. I went to Richmond and they had me come out to do some music. First time I ever preached. Really, like that. I mean, with that, when they took my guitar away, (laughs) because I always hold my guitar. If something happened, man, I'm going down. Let's grab the the guitar. The guitar was sitting down. And man, they was a Holy Ghost bunch of folks, man. I'm telling you, small little church there. And they'd holler and everything. They were happy with the Lord. They had a little old lady on the front row out there, and she had a squeeze box. And I don't know, she didn't care if she played in the same key of me or not, but she had a joyful That It that sounded like a bad pipe organ. I thought, woman, that thing's driving me crazy. It mm-hmm. sounded like a, a bad spring on your truck, man. But she didn't care. She was working it, man, for Jesus. Listen to my story. I got up there, and this is one of these. This is one of these things you preach till you the, the spit dries up, and then they they step over and you bring somebody else out. So he said, "We well, got buddy jumping up here, with brother from over here." This is it. and he said, "I'm thinking, who is this guy? they talking about? I mean, this man, this guy had me walking on water, man. And everything has jumped up there like this. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that man was this, was. this thing was shaking like that, and I went through my message. I said, "Amen." He said, we appreciate that little devotion. <laughs> Let's do a song. Got, got grandma on the squeeze box. I went, oh my gosh. I said, that was my whole message. I don't even, I didn't got nothing. I, like, I was like doing it like this. And my buddy that went with me, he's going, that's your whole message. I said, man, you better pray. My buddy went in the back. He was in the back like this. I said, this ain't good. And the Lord said to my heart, in the midst of that, He said, Tell them your story. Tell them what I've done for you. So I shared my testimony. And that wasn't long enough for me either. But thank God that something that I said touched the woman with the squeeze box because she finally set it down. And she got up. And she got up and she came over there, all the way over, gave me a big old hug. And she said, now let me tell you what God's done for me. And she went on. I was like, tell us some more. <laughs> go, baby, go. I, I wanted to go grab the squeeze box. What am I saying with all that? You know what? Was well, I doubting or was I trusting? The doubt level was pumping, man, when I got on my last point, and everybody goes, That's just the old door, bullet. What else you got? I was like, that's all I got. Be prepared. All the time. But I'm going to tell you this. Open your mouth and God will fill it. Amen. God is faithful. So the lady I thought was working against me over here. She's the one to bail me out. I'll let that lay where it is. You know what I'm talking about. Sometimes we go, what in the world is going over there? And they're the very ones. Come to your rescue. And what that woman shared in her life. About losing a daughter. About losing a husband. And she's still praising the Lord. And this lady, I don't know how old she was. I, I mean, she, she had been around the block. And she said, God's always been faithful to me. I said, go ahead. I stand up there. she was just preaching the word. Because you know what? She didn't doubt. She trusted. Had no idea that 16 years later, I'd be talking about that lady. Encouraging me in the Lord. Amen. God's good. Let's keep on going. Mm. Do you default to doubt? Oh, my goodness. I said, if we really decided to trust God, wouldn't it just be as easy to default to faith and trust? Hear what I'm saying. Because a lot of times, well, I don't know. I guess that's that. But if we're really, if we're really trusting God, right? And they said, well, this is coming down the pipe. What, what you gonna do? You go, I don't know. God's gonna fix it. You find some folks like that every now and then. You know? In, in different relationships, you got somebody that you really trust and really believe in and, 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 you know, they're going on down the line. And they say, hey, I'll be there at 6 o'clock. And you say, okay. And the weatherman comes on and says, man, it's going to be bad weather. They say, oh, man, you know what? It's going to, it, it, I don't know. It's going to freeze tomorrow. It's going to snow. All this stuff. You don't sit there and go, well, I don't know if so-and-so is going to make it. You say, they're coming if they have to do the backstroke. I played music with a guy who lived in Virginia Beach. Never said very much. But if that cat told you he's going to be here at 6 o'clock, you better have the door open at 5.30. And if he didn't come, I got worried. You know, I'm thinking, he's not here by 5.30. Oh, it's 5.35. There he is. You know what I mean? Just if I tell you, I'm going to try to do that. Isn't that something? You know, I, I really think we, try, we should try to do that. I try to do that. But, you know, as, as man, some things happen that we can't control. But when God says that, he's in control. There ain't nothing happening that God's not in control of. Amen. I don't understand all of the stuff and all that. But I got a choice. I can either doubt or trust. I'm going to go with the trust factor. Amen. I'm going to go with the trust. When it comes to God, I'm going to trust him. Amen. I say that. Holy Spirit just went. Eek. That's my desire. And Lord, help me to trust you. It's easy to say, but I'm going to tell you what. Lord, help me to trust you in these areas. Amen. That's what we're looking at. Let's keep on going. I said, let the word of God revive your belief, rewire your belief. What do you mean by that, man? Is God our refuge? Is he our strength? Always ready to help in times of trouble? So we will not fear. I just stopped it right there. I said, man, if we could just trust in that for a minute, let that sink into our hearts. Let that set the the course of your day. Just the first part of what we read in our verses, selected verses that we had. Wouldn't that be amazing? And I thought about this. Can you just imagine how much God loves you for a minute? Can you really imagine that? I I, I can't. You know, think about it. I want you to take just a a minute. Think about how much God loves you. You know, a lot of times I hear people say, man, you know, God's doing this. Uh, I, I must be doing something right. He loves you when you're doing something wrong. Listen close. That's not saying anything goes. I'm saying God had already decided to love you before your performance praise. Amen. What did he tell me? He says, you qualify my grace. Now, I want to I I I go on. What do you do to qualify for grace? Nothing. Because it's grace. Unearned, unmerited favor. God chooses to do that. No other reason. We qualify in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ because it's a gift to us when you receive that. Amen. I pray that we do. Think about the love that God has for you. And then I said, loving God helps us love others. Amen. This is what I find out. When I got a problem with somebody else, I need to go back and check with God. I need to go. Because right there. Because, you know, uh, Tuesday night, we, we had a really good study. And I'm going to watch my time here, and I appreciate y'all giving me a little grace on the time today, but I want to get this across. One of the things we were talking about, about the, 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 the meals that people would have together back in the Old Testament and, and uh, the different things where they would make a covenant between one another and things like that. And one of the last things that we studied about is that they would have a meal if they had a, dis, a different uh, disagreement or whatever. And they would sit down and they would come up with this covenant and they would agree on what's going on. And they would eat a meal and they would shake on it or whatever, some different things, whatever. They would eat this meal. And at the end of that meal, that was it. It never, what did it say? Never did it come up again. I thought, wow. Isn't that something? I mean, kingdom against kingdom and war by war and all this stuff. And they would sit down and have this meal. That was it. It wasn't three days later. He said, yeah, but you did. But you remember when your brother, but you, that's it. Wouldn't that be amazing if we could do that? If we had a a falling out with somebody now and say, hey man, you know what? I just want to come together and let's get this thing behind us. Let's go out for pizza. You trying to buy me off of a pizza? Okay, you want steak, where do you want to go? Well, you want for a steak dinner? You think I'm going to just sell out for that? See how we get. Other than seeing someone, hopefully their heart is like, hey, you know what? I wronged you in this or you wronged me in this. Let's just come to this place. Let's come to this place where we can sit down. So that we can settle the dust and move forward. Loving God helps you love others, amen. Help us, Lord, to be God lovers. Because if we're lover of God, we'll be lover of men. Amen. And women and family and friends and those that look different than us. And those that act different than us. And all those different things, amen. That's my prayer. Well, let's keep on rolling. Everybody doing good? All right. We'll pull it all around here. When God whispers. I said you can love. With God's love. You ever thought about that? It was God's kind love that brought you to Christ. You ever thought about that? It was God's love that brought you to Christ. It is this kind of love. That is able to sustain and encourage you each day. Through his love in you. You can bring others to Christ. And minister to fellow believers. As God commanded. People say man you are. You love the Lord. Yeah I do. Man, you always talk about Jesus. Everywhere you go, everywhere you go. Yeah. Does that mean I'm perfect in stuff? No, not on my own, but in Christ, I qualify, just like you. And I want them to see Him. And some days I probably have a really bad reflection of the Lord. Amen, I'm just being honest. But thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you for fresh starts. Thank you for loving me when I'm unlovable. Anybody ever feel unlovable sometimes? You know... Oh, man, sometimes I go, I don't even want to hang out with me. Whew. I got to tell you the story, and I'm going to press on. You ever just feel beaten down? I mean beaten down, you know? I went yesterday. I was at Dollar General, and they got all these little flags and stuff. I see a man and a lady come in. lady walks in. The guy walks in like that. Long line. They're behind me. The guy walks up all the way over here, son, all the way over here, and he starts looking at these flags. Listen to what I say here. He looks at his wife. He goes, how many do I want? <laughs> how many do I want? Because he ain't even going to pick it. And, and she goes, I got to do this. She goes, oh, whatever you think, honey. He's okay. So now he's happy. He's got clearance, right? He moved. He's, he's picking them out. He's, looking, he's checking every one of those things. And I'm going, you ain't never going to get this one right. (laughs) You ain't going to get this right. So he goes on over. She said, how many did you get? And I'm like this. Here it comes. He said, five. And she said, don't you really want those over there? (laughs) And he goes, yeah, I guess so. Whatever. You know." He said, what in the world did that have, have to do with that? You know what? Sometimes we can just get so wore out with stuff. and go, whatever. Whatever. You know? I know that we've got to pick and choose our battles. And I'm sure it worked both ways. Husband and wife, everything else. I was just very familiar with that particular one. So <laughs> I, I was like, I, I, I'm listening right there. And I go, man, I, I know what you mean. You and, uh, know? And, uh, so anyway, with all those things, God loves the unlovable. God loves us when, when, we, when we just don't, when we're beat down, we don't even care. God said, I still care. He's still whispering. You know, how many do I get? How many should I get? Get what you want. It's all paid for. How many blessings do I get, Lord? Everyone I bought for you. Wow. Wouldn't that be something if we just walked in that? Hey, you can love with God's love. Right? You love by faith. If you love any other way, it really is what's in it for me. I love you because you did that for me. You love me because I did that for you. But you know, when we love by faith, right? I love you because you know what? You're a child of God. I love you because you know what? God's created. Do you see people as that masterpiece that God's created? You know, it's pretty funny. Because a lot of times I don't think they see the masterpieces in me, right? I don't even see the masterpiece that's in me at times. But when I go back to God's word... And I see this right here. This is where it all comes about. Faith and love. But look what's right in the center. Jesus. Is Jesus in the center of your life? Amen. What is God whispering you to, to, to you today? I mean, right now. Are you listening? Are you going to obey? Will you trust? Will you have faith to love like Jesus loves? Amen. That's the message today. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you today that you know that whisper that you have is none like it. It's powerful. It's amazing. It's transforming, life-changing. It's forgiving. And I pray today, whatever God's whispering to you, that you pursue that with obedience. Maybe you say, you know, today God's really laying on my heart about forgiveness. Receive it and give it. Maybe today, God's speaking to your heart about gratefulness or thankfulness. Maybe today, God's talking to your heart about salvation. Have you ever put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ? I pray today that that's the day that you call on Jesus today. Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. I put my faith and trust totally in you, Lord, today. Submit my life to you, Lord. I can't handle it all. I need you. And God says when he does that, his spirit comes into our life. And he seals us. And he walks with us. And he guides us. And he loves us. So today, I want you to know that you're a difference maker. You're loved by God. You're loved by your church family. And I pray today as you go throughout this week that that just just goes in your heart and you say, you know what? At the end of the day, Lord, help me to let the other stuff roll off, empty me, and fill me with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to play a little song here. And uh, we're just going to start out and ask anybody.